to Do Your Thing, an unapologetic celebration of every version of motherhood. I'm Tamsin Williamson, a life and mindset coach for mums, also known as the Parenthood Coach. And through this podcast, I'll be sharing some beautifully open, honest conversations with inspiring, passionate women who also happen to be mothers about how they loudly and proudly do their thing in life and motherhood in their own unique and authentic ways. Plus, I'll give you an insight into how I do my thing and what that means for me, my career and family. I hope these conversations inspire you to feel the freedom to do your thing and embrace your version of motherhood in a way that feels aligned, empowering and honours your whole self. This is your invitation to do your thing. So let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to episode one of Do Your Thing. I am so very excited to be making this podcast happen and I cannot wait to share so many brilliant conversations with you in the coming weeks and months and hopefully years, all designed to unapologetically celebrate all the beautifully varied, unique and multifaceted versions of motherhood that are out there in the world. Um, Before we get stuck in, I just wanted to give you a little bit of background to where this podcast has come from. Um, As some of you who have followed me for a while might know, Do Your Thing originally started out as an Instagram live series, which I started in October 2022. And I created 16 awesome episodes where I had such inspirational and interesting chats with a selection of brilliant women about how they do their thing in life and motherhood. When I came to create a third series, all I could think was, ah, I wish I could reach more people with these episodes. They are just too important to be hidden away down my Instagram grid. So that is when I decided that Do Your Thing needed a rebirth in podcast form. And here we are. Hooray! Um, So through this podcast, I will not only be sharing with you some fresh and fabulous brand new interviews peppered in with a few solo mini episodes as and when I feel the nudge to share, but I also plan to dig into my archives and share some of the awesome conversations I had with my guests over on Instagram as well, because those interviews are still as relevant and brilliant as they ever were when I recorded them. And they need to be heard. You need these conversations in your ears. So, Here I am. I am all fired up to welcome even more guests and even more of you into the bosom of these fantastic conversations in the hope that they fire you up as well to believe that you too can step out of the shadows, unlock your deepest desires, hold your head up high and do your thing in life and parenthood without guilt, hesitation or apology. In all honesty, as a high achiever and a recovering perfectionist, starting this podcast is a really great example of me doing my thing, especially when it comes to learning the podcasting ropes and also sharing my old episodes from Instagram. Because those episodes 
weren't recorded perfectly. And I say perfectly in inverted commas here. They weren't recorded to expected podcast standards with the proper recording gear because at the time I didn't realise that they were going to be turned into a podcast. But as a result, what that means now is that the sound isn't maybe quite as crisp and polished as perfectionist Tamsin would like them to be. But I also know that keeping these conversations hidden because they don't sound perfect is doing you all and myself a massive disservice. So I have done a bit of work. I have decided to turn down the volume on perfectionist Tamsin's sneers and I've pushed against my resistance and my fears around what people might think. And in the spirit of this podcast, I have decided to do my thing anyway, to get this podcast that I am so excited about and feel so passionate about into the world unapologetically and imperfectly. So I hope that you are able to tune into these episodes with an open mind and an open heart, knowing that in spite of the odd imperfection, there is so much brilliant content in there, so much goodness to be valued and celebrated, which really is what matters most. So today's first episode is all about me, which I hope doesn't sound too self-indulgent. But as the host of this podcast, it only felt right that I share my own story first and that I give you a bit more insight into who I am and really dig into how I do my thing in life and motherhood. And I actually recorded a version of this episode back in 2022 as the launch episode of my Instagram live series. Um, And I had planned to re-record the episode from scratch again to launch the podcast to ensure that it was a really true reflection of where I am now a year on. But when I listened back to the episode, I was honestly blown away by how much I still agreed with and stood by so much of what I had to say back then. I sat there listening to the episode, listening to my own voice, nodding away, agreeing, and resonating with myself. And it really struck me just how very me I sounded. It was a great example of me doing my thing. And it made me feel really proud to look back at that version of myself from a year ago, being so true to herself, sounding clear in herself and passionate about what she stood for. Yes, life has happened over the last year and I have continued to evolve and to grow into myself even more, as I'm sure we all have over the last year. But actually, the heart of what I had to say a year ago in that episode, it still rings so true. And the foundations that make me who I am still very much stand to this day. So in the continued spirit of embracing imperfection, Rather than feeling the need to go back and start from scratch, I'm going to share with you some of the extracts from that very first episode of Do Your Thing so that you can learn more about what it looks and feels like to do my thing in my world. And then I will catch up with you on the other side for some final thoughts. So enjoy the show. Here we go. (laughs) 
So for those of you that don't know me, I'm Tamsin and I call myself the Parenthood Coach. I am a life and mindset coach for mums. And the work that I do is essentially empowering mums to reconnect with who they are, what they want from life, where they're heading, and to help them create and design a life that feels like them, that is absolutely on their terms, while um, honouring their integrity as a parent. That is what I do. It is making sure that they can show up in this world feeling like an awesome version of themselves and an awesome mum as well. It does not have to be a choice. Um, But so very often I have clients who come to me and they feel so very stuck. They feel so very frustrated and lost in themselves because they might be trying to live up to a version of motherhood or of life that they thought that they should have been living or that they expected that they would be living. Maybe they're comparing themselves to other people and trying to sort of replicate what other people are doing. And it breaks my heart when I speak to women who are just really, really struggling to find their way of doing life. Um, Because I know how hard it can feel. And I'm going to tell you exactly my own story about a time when I felt really uh, disconnected from uh, what I wanted for myself and who I was. But I also know that it really, really is possible for us to find our own thing, to find our own way of enjoying life, enjoying motherhood, as we all so very deserve. And yeah, it's out there for all of us, even if you don't believe it at the moment. The reality is, is that we do live in a kind of society where I think this kind of idea of doing motherhood right or there being some kind of you know rule book about how we raise kids or how we show up in the world as women you know it can still as women I think weigh really really heavily on us in particular and we can get really deafened and sort of swamped by all of these expectations and judgments and shoulds that are out there Um, you know, we're only human and it is absolutely um, normal for us to feel impacted by all this noise that is out there in society. However, particularly through work that I've done on myself and through the work that I do with my wonderful, wonderful clients, I can put my hand on my heart and I can promise you that there is no silver bullet when it comes to how to navigate being a parent, when it comes to how to live life. There is no one size fits all. There is no one right way or wrong way to do it, to raise your kids, to be a partner, to be a woman. There is no single way for you to do it. There is only your way. And the most important thing, and the thing that I feel so passionately about, is that you find your way that makes sense for you. You find your way of doing life, raising your kids, Being a human in this world that feels right for you, that feels right for your family, that really feels good in your soul. And as long as it feels good in your heart, then, uh, yeah, it it needs to be out in the world and you need to be bringing that to the table. And that is exactly what Do Your Thing is all about. But before I dive into having these juicy chats with other people, I feel like it is really, really important for me as the host of this this series to connect with how I do my thing and to share that with you. 
Um, I am all about walking the walk. I am all about practicing what I preach. So digging into my stuff, digging into my story and my experiences, it feels like a really essential and authentic and honest place for me to start because I want you to know that I'm on this journey as well, as well as you are, as well as the next person is. We're all on this journey. So this is me here today sharing my story and my journey. And such a massive part of my sense of purpose and passion, particularly around the work that I do with my clients, is because of the impact that my own experiences have had, particularly since I became a mum. It's had a hugely profound impact on me. It hasn't been all plain sailing and it hasn't been all comfortable and easy breezy along the way. But looking back on how I have found my own freedom to do my thing in my life, in my relationship, in the way that I raise my kids, and just looking back and reflecting on it all, it's been a really eye-opening experience and also made me feel quite empowered as well. And it definitely feeds my determination to do the same for other people as well. I am a massive believer in the power of talking and sharing to help us all feel so much less isolated and alone and to feel more reassured and understood, knowing that other people get it. Um, and this especially applies, I think, in motherhood, which I think can be a really lonely and an overwhelming time um, when we're navigating such, such shifts in our sense of identity and the, the makeup of how we live our lives apart from anything else. Um, and there is so much support and inspiration that we can get from each other. So I really hope that this series is going to open up those conversations. It's going to give you some courage and motivation to live life on your terms and to embrace who you really are um, so that you can do your thing. Um, and I'm definitely anticipating that through the conversations that I have, I will learn so much. I will be inspired a whole heap by the women that I'm speaking to. Um, and I really hope that you will as well. Okay, so I'm going to dig into my stuff now, into me doing my thing and what that looks like in my world. Um, honestly, like I was sort of thinking about this earlier and I was like, okay, so, you know, how do I do my thing? And, and I would think kind of almost from an outsider's perspective, it might not look especially out there. It might not look especially, especially like mind blowing from the outside. You know, I have a, I have a good life. I have a lovely life. I'm very grateful for my life. Don't get me wrong. You know, I, I run a business that I love. I've got a, cool husband. Um, I've got two great kids that I get to spend time with. I have lovely like-minded friends, a great home. You know, I am, there is lots of goodness in my world. And I suppose in many ways, the choices that I have made that make up my external world, they're all signs of me doing my thing ultimately. You know, these are in many ways choices that I've orchestrated or that I have made around how I want my life to look and feel. But I think what's at the heart of it, for me, none of that would be possible if I hadn't first built a relationship with my inner world. Um, and doing my thing in life and in parenthood, for me, it's got so much to do with how I feel on the inside and the relationship that I have built with myself and my sense of identity and identifying what matters to me and understanding how I operate as a human. 
And getting clear about who I am in myself, it has really allowed me to feel a greater sense of peace and authenticity and pride in the way that my day-to-day life plays out and the decisions that I felt able to make in the past and that I continue to make in the present and hopefully do in the future. But as lovely as all of this sounds, it's really important for me to say that it wasn't very long ago that I didn't feel like this at all. Um, It really wasn't always this way. And only three years ago, I would say I was so very far from doing my thing. I'd go as far to say as I probably didn't have a blooming clue what my thing was, or at least that's how it felt at the time. I would probably challenge my three year ago self now and say, nah, you know, deep down, you know. And you know what? I probably did know deep down. But at the time, I felt so very out of control of uh, who I was and what I wanted for myself. I felt, yeah, very, very stuck and lost. I was a mum of two small kids. I was doing a job that I felt completely uninspired and motivated by that I'd been doing forever. So I just couldn't imagine what else I would go on to do. You know, it just felt like what I was always going to do. um, And I couldn't see beyond that, you know. And as a result, I felt anxious. I felt really underconfident. I was really uninspired and felt stuck. The idea of talking to new people or even sometimes people that I knew well about myself or my life, it filled me with so much dread because I had this feeling that I didn't, I never really felt like I had anything to say for myself. I don't know if that kind of feeling resonates with any of you, if you've ever felt that way before. I felt kind of numb. Um, At work, I felt like I was wearing a mask, kind of pretending that everything was great and that I was on form, but actually inside felt really broken. Um, And at home, I was stressed out. I felt really stretched energetically, found it really hard to be present with my kids because my mind was so full of junk, of thoughts and worries and feelings. And then I felt really guilty and inadequate as a mum because I felt like I wasn't kind of showing up for my kids. Um, And I compared myself like crazy to other people. Um, And this is definitely something that I've learned about myself. I definitely have a tendency to compare myself. But I would at that time, it was rife, I would compare myself to other people's relationships to how they chose to bring up their kids to their careers, maybe even to like how they looked physically. And it was really tiring and really boring, um, and all consuming. And I would talk a lot to friends and family. I would always be picking their brains about what I should do. Um, and then I would get really overwhelmed because figuring out which of their suggestions and advice I should follow, you know, I sort of just got maxed out with what other people thought because I sort of felt a bit like that empty shell. It made, I didn't know how to, I didn't know what I wanted for myself. I found it really hard to pull apart what other people were telling me to do and what was actually right for me. And naturally that kind of hopeless feeling it had a ripple effect on all parts of my life and how I felt about my future thankfully like I would say uh, there was a stage along that way that I would say I sort of hit my version of rock bottom and I know that obviously rock bottom it sounds dramatic and it, it looks very different to different people but it motivated me to get some support I was like enough is enough is enough I cannot go on feeling like this and it was having an impact as I said on all parts of my life So through having some coaching, you know, and I chose to go and have some coaching because I realised I needed to stop talking to the people who knew me and sort of 
taking what they were telling me to do as being the right answer. I needed to figure it out for myself. And through that work, I started to reorder the very jumbled and blurry pieces of my life puzzle again. And I was able to start gradually rebuilding um, my version of life in a way that started to feel like me again. And retraining to become a coach, it played a massive, massive part in that. It brought me joy. It brought me mental stimulation. It made me feel alive again. Literally, I went from feeling kind of quite numb and almost like life was in black and white to feeling alive again. Life felt exciting. There was hope. There was optimism. I was good at it. It made me feel like I could really help people in a meaningful way. And it invited me to do a heap of self-reflection. And that was the kind of springboard that then allowed me to make the really blooming scary decision to leave my job, to start my coaching business. I mean, I'd never run a business before. I honestly, you know, it, it was a massive, massive risk. And aside from parenthood, it has been the steepest learning curve that I have been on, but also the most amazing. It's given me the freedom to do my thing and to design a life uh, around my family, around who I am. Um, and that's been really amazing. Um, you know, and other stuff has happened. We've obviously all navigated the pandemic and as a, as a new business owner, um, plus my husband's business, unfortunately collapsed because he worked in the events world and that caused me to stuff, suffer very badly with anxiety. I started taking anti-anxiety medication. I went and had some therapy and all of this stuff was very challenging and painful, but it has taught me so much about who I am and about how I work and about what I wanted for myself and my life. And this has all happened in the last three years, along with a whole bunch of other stuff, you know, because life is life, right? But since that point and since sort of starting that ball rolling, becoming a coach, having therapy, I've been riding the waves and it literally is the waves. You know, it's the highs, it's the lows, it's the good times, it's the bad times, which I feel, I suppose, having done all this work on myself, I feel much more resilient now to be able to deal with that stuff. And it makes me feel like I am more in control of life and able to do my thing. And I know much more now about what matters to me. I'm able to make choices that feel much more authentic and aligned. And I can say that now compared to where I was three years ago. You know, I am absolutely doing my, my thing, doing my thing with so much more conviction and self-belief. So that is sort of what has brought me to this present moment now. And when I sort of take a step back and I think, okay, well, how am I doing my thing now in the present moment in my day to day life? How am I doing my thing in life and parenthood? I think there are a few key things that for me really um, epitomize what this means for me. And I keep on saying for me and coming back to myself because I really, really want to hammer home the fact that what's right for me, what's worked for me, what my version of doing my thing is is right for me because of the experiences I've had and who I am and, you know, my inner world that has been created. And you will have your equivalent as well. So what does doing my thing, how does it show up in my day-to-day -day life? The first part, as I've mentioned, you know, it's about running a business, running a business that I love, that works around my life and family and my priorities, and that I feel a real sense of kind of passion and purpose around. 
The second thing, which you'll always hear me banging on about on here, and I will keep banging this drum until the end, is about spending regular time doing stuff for myself independently, away from my kids, away from my husband, sometimes on my own, sometimes with other like-minded people, but doing it regularly and without guilt. It is an absolute non-negotiable for me in my week. This isn't once in a blue moon. This is essentially daily. There will always be something there for me. Things that bring me joy, things that help me to grow or feel more connected to myself as someone beyond being a wife or a mum. Another thing that allows me to feel like I'm doing my thing is investing in myself and in my development. Um, maybe it's through coaching, maybe it's, you know, I'm not having therapy at the moment, but I've had it in the past, other holistic practices that help me to feel more connected to myself. But kind of making this commitment to growing, learning, listening to myself, these are things, again, that just help me to show up feeling like me. Being really open and honest with the people that matter to me in my life. You know, I spent a lot of time in my past harbouring things, you know, things that have happened that have really like festered inside me. And I have got so much better at talking about things, about honouring openness and honesty, knowing that I'm being true to myself, knowing that actually it's so much better to, you know, better out than in, essentially. That's the kind of philosophy. Having boundaries, like saying no to people, you know, I definitely feel that I've gone through phases in my in my life where I've been a bit of a people pleaser, you know, so really trying to kind of push against that strong tendency to please other people instead of myself, you know, paying attention to that resistance that comes up for me, you know, that helps me feel that I am doing my thing rather than living my life uh, to please other people. And then finally, this kind of comparison. This is something that, you know, I, I, I experience it all the time, even now, but I'm so much more aware of it. So really trying to work on silencing the voices in my head, telling me that I need to be like somebody else, you know, essentially fighting this war against comparison. You know, it is so very real for so many of us, particularly as mums. And it's been a real challenge for me. So instead of looking at what other people are doing, I'm trying so hard, you know, all the time, whether it's in my business, whether it's how I raise my kids, whether it's how I operate in my relationship, how I can be more myself or do things in a way that works for me and my family, believing that what I choose for myself is the right thing, believing that everything that I have or that I need is inside me already. And I feel that I've actually from just talking out loud, I feel like all of these things could probably be standalone episodes. And maybe that's something that I will bring in in, in the future. I'll bring in like little mini episodes um, talking about each of these components, because I'm sure that, you know, many of them might resonate with you guys. But the most important thing that I want to say is, yes, you know, I've got all these tools and because I'm a coach, you know, and I'm trained to do this stuff, maybe it makes it that little bit easier for me to work on this stuff or to notice it. But it doesn't mean that I've got it nailed. No, 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 no. <laughs> really important that I say this. You know, I am navigating life and work and motherhood and womanhood in all its messy glory, just like you. You know, this stuff is all work in progress for me. It doesn't mean that I've got it all sorted. It doesn't mean that I figured it all out. No, it is all an ongoing 
refinement and tweaking and noticing things and trying things out and experimenting. You know, it's all work in progress, but it is happening. And it allows me by just honouring these things and knowing that these things help me to live my life feeling like me. It helps me feel more confident in myself. It helps me feel more true and authentic in my relationships and and just feel kind of lighter and more trusting in my body and in myself. And I genuinely believe that without having taken this inside out approach, that my life would look really different. It would feel really different. I think the feeling really different actually is what what is really at the heart of it. Because when things feel shit, actually, it doesn't matter what's going on on the pretty exterior. It actually makes life feel really, really difficult. Um, and I know from working with my clients and my own experiences that that, that is a, a real reality for so many people. Um, and I think that probably if I hadn't gone on that kind of introspective journey, I probably would still be stuck where I was three years ago. So I'm very grateful to myself. And it's what kind of spurs me on to keep on remembering to look at this stuff, to do my thing in my way, because I know that it keeps my head above water and it makes life feel a whole lot more me-shaped. So there you have it. That is my story. And while, as I said, it was recorded a year ago, I kind of couldn't have put it better myself. So I didn't try. Um, Over the last year, I have seen myself do my thing in so many of the ways that I described in that recording. And it feels great to recognise that I've continued to strive to show up in my life, trying to be as true to myself as possible as a coach and a mentor to my clients, as a business owner, as a mum to my kids, as a partner, a daughter, a friend, and as a woman in this world. And yes, of course, I have got it wrong along the way and I have stumbled and been really tested and challenged at points over the last year. But I've learned to be kind of comforted by the thought that that is also to be expected. It is part of the journey. It is not about getting it perfect and right all the time. I imagine that many things that I have talked about today uh, and that you've been listening to may have resonated with you. But I'm also aware that there may be some things that I've talked about that you really don't connect with as well. And that is really the whole point of this podcast It is about recognising that you will all have your own thing to nurture and to cultivate and to develop. It's your thing that suits who you are on the inside, that suits the makeup of your family, that matches the beliefs and the experiences that you've had or the unique circumstances that comprise your life. And every single client that I work with walks away with their very own version of life to live, with their very own blueprint. And we work together in our relationship to co-create what they want their life to look like, to define and shape and make sense of the unique pieces of their life puzzle. And when I say unique, I really, really mean it. Your life will not 
look the same as anybody else's. This is not a cookie cutter situation and it doesn't need to be. We all have our own unique building blocks that make up who we are. And for that reason, it is so important to remember that nobody has it right and nobody has it wrong either. You get to do your thing because it looks and feels like you, because it feels good to you. And you really and truly deserve to take up space in the world as yourself, unapologetically. So I really, really hope that this is a big takeaway from this initial episode today. Um, and, And also... Um, I hope that the amazing guests and episodes that I've got lined up for you create the same impact as well. Because all of this, this whole podcast is really designed to shine a beautiful light on that message that we all have the potential and the power to do our own thing. Every one of my guests that I'm going to be welcoming on has a unique story to tell, a unique set of experiences to bring to the table. And every one of them is doing life and parenthood on their own terms. And every single one of them needs to be celebrated. So I am so looking forward to using this podcast as a platform to celebrate them and also an invitation to you to do the same. I am inviting you to listen to this podcast and feel inspired to get out there and do your thing. Okay, well, that is all from me today for this episode. But thank you so much for listening and for coming on this podcast journey with me. Um, And I will see you very, very soon for another episode. Take care of yourself. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Do Your Thing. If you enjoyed what you heard, it would mean the absolute world if you could take a moment or two to do one or all of the following small things, which could make a mega difference to the success of this podcast. Follow and subscribe to Do Your Thing, which means you'll never miss an episode. Rate or review the podcast or share the podcast with a friend who you think would enjoy listening to. And if you'd like to continue the conversation or explore working with me on a deeper level, you can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at The Parenthood Coach or join my email community, The Parenthood Retreat. Just go to theparenthoodcoach.co.uk forward slash newsletter. And remember... There's no right or wrong way to do life or parenthood. There's only your way. So get out there and do your thing unapologetically. See you next time.